Hello, 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 everybody. I'm Matt the Bat for Matt the Bat's Bat Shit Shit Show. Thank you so much for dropping by. Today's a great day to be subscribed to my channel because it's the second episode of Bat Chats, and we have an amazing guest. Everybody, welcome Churchill. Woo! Wait, who the f who the f are you? I thought Winston was coming on. Who the f are you? You sent me the info. I'm sorry. He sent sorry you to info. You. <laughs> I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. Uh, everybody, welcome Churchill. He's a 19-year-old singer-songwriter from NorCal. Uh, we've been we've had the pleasure of becoming friends for the, the past like six months or so, right? Yeah. Yeah. Most definitely. Yeah. Do you consider us friends? Oh, absolutely. Great pal. <laughs> Good to know, man. Good to know. Uh, how you doing? How's your day so far? Bro, I'm fantastic. No complaints. How about yourself? I mean, I'm honestly like hung over as shit, so I'm really trying okay, to like okay. get my energy up so I can do this interview. <laughs> it's tough, man. I had to like down some coffee, which actually brings me to today's sponsor. Uh, I, I super lost coffee, the the best coffee in, in Brooklyn. The when best. you come to Brooklyn, we're gonna be we're gonna be sipping all the time. Do you like coffee? You bet your ass, most definitely. Big coffee guy. I'm sipping on I'm on brew right now. Oh, nice. A little donkeys? No, I'm a Starbucks guy. Starbucks, Starbucks guy. guy. Yeah. You're you're a West Coast mm -hmm. dude, so that's why. I'm from New England, so that's all we drink there. Yeah, I mean, honestly, I've only been at Dunkin' Donuts like one time, so I don't even know if it's good. It might be good. I don't know. But Yeah, yeah. No, exactly. And it is weird because when I'm in LA, there's like none. And then when I'm home in Connecticut, in New England, they're literally every fucking block. It's I'm not even joking. It's like insane. No, but let's get into it, man. This week is huge for you. Uh, you're dropping your new single, The Drag, which is, I think, one of your best tracks yes, to date. Uh, are you Thank excited? Thank you. Appreciate that. Yeah, dude, I'm super excited. I just watched the video. Fire, dude. Thank you, man. Tyler, he kills it, bro. I don't know why he does. He kills yeah, it. Yeah, dude. Most definitely. He's the best. Um, But yeah, before we get into that, I kind of want to hear, you know, in your own words, who you are, a bit about yourself and I, in your life and kind of like how you got to this point, because I think you actually have a really interesting backstory. So why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself? Yeah, well, um... My family was in charge of the uh, the worship team on Sunday services, but I grew up in Grants Pass, Oregon. Uh, so when I was a kid, I was playing the drums for like, you know, the church. My dad was singing, my mom was playing the piano and stuff. So I kind of grew up in the whole music world and it was kind of second nature to me. Um, and then my parents separated and then I moved to California and I went to, uh, I'm, I'm Native American. So I was able to go to this tribal school that my, uh, that my tribe has. It's called, it's the tribal school. And there's like a couple kids in there and they're all my cousins, right? <laughs> but there was a uh, there's a studio in there and I was able to, you know, go in there and the teacher, Jack Kohler, he like he would show me how to like record myself and, you know, uh, just all the different stuff on Logic. But anyway, I got to high school and then I, I bought my own uh, recording stuff. And there was this uh, this lady at school that I didn't happen to get along with very well. And little freshman, freshman church, he thought it'd be a good idea to, you know, make a diss track on it. <laughs> you know, the song ended up going, you know, kind of crazy in my area and a lot of people were listening to it. And, um, you know, looking back on it now, I'm super, super embarrassed of it. And like, I'm so sorry if you happen to see this. <laughs> Wish I never, ever did that. And I couldn't imagine, you know, being in her. Hey, being, dude, you were a kid. Yeah, yeah, I couldn't imagine being in her shoes and whatever. But it was a start, no matter what, what happened, it was a start of like, something bigger that was going to happen for me. So um, what that means to me is you might have to pass her a check someday. Maybe, maybe. <laughs> yeah, I'm open to it, too. I can anything she wants, anything. <laughs> After the diss track, I got um, I got expelled. So my mom, like everyone was telling me it's a good song, but my mom's like, you can't make music anymore. She's so upset at me and stuff. And 
so I had to keep it like a secret, right? And I still be I'm still living in a house and like she can hear me in the house like recording and stuff. So um and after like I got in trouble for the song and everything, I just had this whole like sense of like embarrassment and like shame and like insecurity about you know my the music I was making and stuff. So uh yeah, I just kept it a secret. So yeah, there's there's a lot to there's a lot involving that story and I, that's actually funny that you you mentioned that because like uh, one of the first time, well, actually, it was the first time I met you. I went over to your apartment, and uh, you in the closet. Tyler says, "Oh, I want to show you something in the closet," and he pulls <laughs> out kind of this, this big billboard type thing of you uh, from high school. Which, by the way, was only like two years ago, which makes me feel old as fucking hell. <laughs> um, so he pulls out this thing, and I see this guy on there. I see Mike, and I'm thinking, I'm thinking to myself, wait. This is this doesn't look like the same the same Churchill I knew from the Cherry Cola video. This doesn't look like the same guy. So, uh, so you've kind of changed a lot within your high school years. You want to talk about that a little bit? Yeah, I mean, it's no secret. I was just a big, gentle giant. I was big Mike in high school. Uh, you know, just really, I was probably like three hundred and twenty pounds at my heaviest. Wow. Ever since I was a kid, I was always heavier. You know what I'm saying? And I never had a moment where I was like, you know, what is what does being skinny feel like? Whatever. My junior year of high school, might've been sophomore year, end of sophomore year, I was like really, really heavy. And uh, I was getting to the point where like my ankles were like starting to like push out like this. Oh, and shit. Uh, I could barely like, like walk and stuff. Um, so yeah, you know, I had to hop on the salads, I had to hop on the run-in, the saunas, saunas are huge. Um, smoking a little marijuana, a little <laughs> bit. Um, but yeah, no, it was definitely just took me it was just a lifestyle change and a mental change and it took me a long time like still now like i'm, I'm working on it and battling with it and stuff but uh well dude you look you look great and that's the thing is like i never knew that so when i saw when i saw this photo this picture of you first of all i didn't even know your name was mike that was the first time i ever knew your name was mike <laughs> i just know you as church but when i saw that i kind of thought to myself i'm like all right so this guy has like a lot of layers to you because for one you're a musician Two, I know that mm. you're Native American. You have a unique experience growing up with music and everything. Mm. Um, so then, with that being said, it, it kind of it kind of like uh, intersects with your story about how you you your mom didn't want you making music. You were kind of like making it on the side, and no one kind of was hearing you. And it just it mm. honestly reminds me of High School Musical. I don't know if that's like if you've seen High School Musical, but no, it definitely feels like a movie for sure. Yeah, you're like know. Troy Bolton because you're like this guy who's playing football <laughs> and he's making like music on the side, and he's like hiding it from everybody and like you come out and and you move out to LA and you're you become this fucking rock star and I think that to me that's such a that's such like an interesting story to have and that's a big reason why I wanted to bring you on because I feel like you don't hear about that very often no no absolutely absolutely I think it's a blessing honestly I wouldn't wouldn't have it any other way I think all the experiences I've had have, you know been super unique and they've definitely made me like the the musician I am and like storyteller I could be and everything like that I'm super happy that I've had the life I've had for sure you know, speaking of your music, uh, when we talk about genre, we talked about genre a little bit before. How do you describe your genre or not describe your genre? Because I feel like this, like the past couple of years, have been such an interesting time for music in the sense, like genre. What we think about genre has changed a lot, and that's due to a lot of you know big musicians like Post Malone, Dominic Fike, all these people yeah, who are kind of blending these genres together and. Uh, so I, I kind of want to hear from your perspective what you consider your genre, if you do consider it anything. Man, I don't, I don't even know. I think it's uh, it's like a pop, rock, indie, dance. I mean, I definitely still have like some some rock, like hip hop type bars in there, like flows in there and stuff. But it's uh, no, I think it's definitely more 
you know, like indie, indie rock. I don't, it's just church music, really. Is, is how I explain it. I don't know. I, I honestly, I really like that. Um, I like that example a lot. So, so all right. Let, so back to your story. So, you're 19 right now, and you moved out here last year, or yeah, about uh, six months ago in October, last October. That's crazy, bro. Does everyone feel like in your small town that you went Hollywood on them? That I went Hollywood on them? I don't know about that, man. <laughs> uh, I mean, honestly, I, I really hope not. I try not to be that way. You know, there's still my best friends that I had in high school that I talk to every day. Um, I still got like the people on my social medias and stuff like that. And, you know, I don't ever think by myself like, oh, I'm like, I mean, and especially with the position I'm at right now, it's like I have so many more things to do before I even feel like somewhat like proud of myself, you know? Um, and yeah, and like the people that are around you and like support you, like a lot of the people from my hometown, like they, they knew about my secrets from listening to me, like when it was a secret, you know? Um, so then for them to get to see me, you know, be confident about it and like, get out here, and you know to start making music that i really like and like they like you know it's um it's really cool just to see like almost having like a little small town like behind you in a way dude that's great don't want to be the hollywood guy you know yeah yeah never no. too cool for you guys <laughs> i love that well it's funny you say that because it's like one one of my favorite lyrics by you is i haven't been the same since i got off the plane lv bag on my shoulder and i think that mm -hmm. that's such a like an interesting reflection of you kind of like growing up and moving out of your small town, like coming out here, yeah. you know, coming out to LA to chase the dream. You have a team behind you now. You're you're consistently putting out music. You're in the studio every week, uh, working really hard. So I think mm -hmm. that's kind of like microcosmic of your situation. And I'm just, I'm proud of you. I've only known you for a little bit, but I feel like uh, it's really cool to see how down to earth you are and have gotten to know you because uh, those are the types of people that I think really succeed. And uh, you hear horror stories about people in the music industry just being the worst and changing up on people and stuff like that. Yeah, but I yeah, don't think, absolutely. I don't think that's yeah. you, man. I think you're, you're a good guy. <laughs> I really appreciate that. Thank you, man. It means a lot. Yeah, man. So, so you're, you're, you're 19 years old. Uh, you're going through this huge glow up and this is like kind of the time that you should be enjoying your life and partying and networking with all yeah, these people. Partying. But yeah. you're, you're fucking here in the pandemic, bro. I mean, how, how is, how has that affected your music? Has it affected it in any way? being alone and being just like by myself and just like in this whole creative space all the time i think my music has gotten way better um i honestly i think COVID was a blessing for me to be honest i uh i don't know what it is i don't know why but i've honestly just feel like i've you know i've really just been improving and making things i'm excited about and i'm waking up like screaming in my car because i'm like no way i fucking made this you know so like this stuff like that has been it's been great so Dude, I, I love that answer. That's awesome. Yeah, I mean, for me, I feel like, uh, for me, I felt kind of the opposite because a lot of the things that I use in my for my own creativity are like based off of real world, world experiences or interacting with people. So for me, back last <clears> year, <throat> I was just, I was fucking suffering, dude. Like it really took me until coming out to LA a few months ago to really get my footing back because I felt like I had sort of no inspiration. But I feel like, Mm -hmm. with some musicians they've been actually feeling the opposite so like post malone's a good example because he you know he needed to take off because he's been touring for the past how many years he's had no he can't do Forever. anything he yeah. wants he's you know he's on the road 24 7 he's such a big celebrity that mm -hmm. he can't even walk down the street without being harassed like all these different things and then having that break from the insanity of tour and coming home and kind of uh, recuperating and you know really zoning in I think is gonna make him have one of his best albums to come so I think I definitely resonate with what you're saying you know before COVID I never had you know anxiety or never really felt like stressed out or anything like that and uh, 
like when I first got introduced to anxiety, like it was definitely like a scary like feeling and I, whatever. But in the most like weird ways, it's definitely helped me create some like, you know, this crazy, I don't know. I just think, I feel like the, the feeling of like anxiety and stuff has been the main force of me producing out these like summertime uppity and just like feel good type of songs. You know what I'm saying? I think it's really trying to like having this feeling inside of me is like making me go deeper, deeper, deeper for this joy. You know what I'm saying? And like, I'm able to do this. I don't know. It sounds corny. It sounds cliche, but it's uh definitely the feeling of just like anxiety and like uncertainty has just made me like just want to, you know what I'm saying? Create some a beat and something happy for sure. Well, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I get that. And as someone who suffers with anxiety for I've suffered with anxiety for my whole life, I totally understand that. And I think what you're doing, which you might not even know, is those songs, as you said, you're pulling out these kind of like really pot, like like very like polished, poppy, like fun, fun tracks that are like super singable mm-hmm. and memorable. I think uh, you're actually probably curing a lot of other people's anxiety during this time because they're seeing you having fun with it and shit. Yeah, you know, honestly, that's like the, yeah, absolutely. I hope that's only like the main mission there is to this music thing anyways, you know? It's not about being famous, it's about, you know, Helping out your brothers and sisters, giving them a little little kick to their day. For sure, dude. So, with that being said, your new song, "The Drag," is—I mean, it's—it's it's awesome. I was so fortunate to be in the studio with you guys when you were, you know, working on mixing it and stuff like that, and uh, yeah, you know, kind of just seeing the behind the scenes of what goes into making it because you know Tyler who's uh, our mutual friend who's like one of my childhood best friends who actually taught me how to yeah. edit he taught me how to do everything uh, when it comes to this kind of stuff so I truly like I I owe him everything in life when it comes to that kind of stuff because <laughs> he was like a father Tyler yeah father Tyler man he was a huge inspiration to me uh, in the first place for wanting to get into this kind of field so mm-hmm. uh, it's been really cool to see him kind of like you know t- him and Isaac who's your manager take take you under their wing and kind of be like almost these like big brother type role models to you. So why don't you tell me a little bit about the team? Ever since I got with Isaac and Tyler and we've been, you know, creating videos and stuff like that, I really got into a great uh, workflow. And I feel, I feel like an actual, you know, musician and I feel like an artist and I, I feel like I take myself seriously now. And it just feels great, man. I feel like I have, you know, people who have the same, you know, vision and like desires as me that like, you know, that care about me and stuff and want the best for me, which is like a crazy, crazy lucky scenario to have, especially in the music industry. And um, yeah, man, honestly, it's just been a blessing and I love both of those guys and can't wait to keep cracking out the hits, man. I mean- Yeah, man, Oh, I think they're gonna be hits and like- <laughs> yeah, We'll see. It's nice to hear that because especially, you know, as a young guy who I think has so much promise uh, in the industry right now, it's so good that you got on track with two guys who actually believe in you know that this is their mission as well this is not just about how yeah, can absolutely. we how can we invest in you and see what comes out of it for us like i know just how mm-hmm. passionate tyler is about making this shit with you and how much he just truly loves your music yeah absolutely it's just awesome man i'm really excited to see what you do so with this with this new song you guys have a video how is how is the process of making that video because i just watched it and it's hilarious uh super goofy and fun lighthearted. as you said like reaching down and pulling out those really fun moments and uh, kind of just, you know, letting your personality show a bit because the other videos you've had have been a, li- a bit of, a little bit more like serious or storytelling. And this one's just kind of about you like having fun, uh, you know, so explain it to me a little bit. And I appreciate, I appreciate you mentioning that because, you know, every idea or not every idea, but I'd say like 85% of the, the scenes in the song or anything like the from like they're my ideas, you know, um, and it's what I wanted to do. And I, 
people think about something funny and something like, you know, just goofy and just like myself. Because like the first two were like storytelling and they're serious and like, you know, I love, I love those videos, but I feel like this video right here is definitely more of a reflection of me and, you know, of just like more, more church stuff. I think funny and like, you know, the outlandish stuff is definitely going to be the more direction I go to in the future. Totally. And and one of the big things I really love about your music is I I think the the lyricism is just always so good. Like to me, it's always it's always blown my mind that you're like a 19 year old <clears throat> kid who is able to uh, who's able to just to like you're very I feel like you're very wise. And it's really cool to be able to hear you kind of talk about your life and all these things in your life and uh it, it's it's almost like they're they're very modern and they're very much like teenage oriented which is a good thing because i feel like so many people aren't mm -hmm. able to relate to them and it feels like to me yeah absolutely you're like this young kid who's just making music for 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 kids and it's just uh it, it it's awesome and it feels very modern it feels very uh almost like a reflection of modern culture in a way and then you have like these lyrics that are also very fun like in the drag she tried to drown me in the pool and I think that line is so funny to me because uh, we talked about it in the studio and I'm like, dude, you're going to be on Genius someday doing an interview uh, about your lyrics, you know, <laughs> behind the lyrics, and they're going to ask you, where the fuck did that come from? So like you, and I think your response was something about like, oh, that's from a movie or something like that, right? Yeah, it was some, some random, some random content I was consuming late at night. I have no idea where it came from, but. Um, a little stoned on the couch, just like writing some weird shit. Yeah, yeah, that is definitely where it is. And a lot of the lyrics I have, they do come from my, from like my experiences and from my life. But a lot of times, I'm thinking about the most random people who have no idea that I'm thinking about them, and I have no reason to even be thinking about them. But for some reason, what they said or like what they did, like stuck in my head, and it's just it's in the church somehow. So yeah, I try to just. Uh, they come from the most random places, man. You just gotta keep your eyes open, and you can't you can't just like be looking for them. Like, I gotta find me a song lyric today, or like I gotta find me. Like, it literally just comes to you. So you just gotta sit back, be patient. Pops up. A lot of the lyrics to me kind of sound like, "All right, this is about you know the, this is about this kid who just he just uh, touched down in L.A., going through a big life change. He's feeling great mm -hmm. about himself. He's feeling like." You know he's uh he feel he's feeling like he looks good he's feeling like he's sounding good like all these things so i think it's just i i, I think it's awesome and i'm really excited to hear hear uh you know more of your songs and with that being said like do you have anybody that's like a dream collab for you or a dream feature definitely if i put my cards right i will have a remy wolf and willow feature dude hell yeah that's that's those are only like two big ones and like dominic fike of course but Definitely Remy and, and Willow. I mean, that would that would be awesome, man. Uh, Remy Wolf is absolutely killing it right now, especially seeing mm, seeing the festival yeah. run and the festival runs for this year. Remy Wolf's on everything, so uh, I think that's doable for you, man. I could definitely see those those uh, those genres and music types just really blending well together. We'll see what the future holds, man. What's the what's the goal with all this from your perspective? What is what is the future hold for you in your perfect world? I don't know. I mean, obviously. The goal is to be successful and, you know, to be a, a touring act and stuff like that. Are, are you ready to kind of like navigate that world of fame? Are you are you ready to have people showing up at your door and asking you for shit? Like, because that is a, a huge part about it. Obviously, the glitz and glam is the, 
is what we see but they're you know behind the scenes there's so much other stuff that goes on so are you kind of ready to navigate that fame and be doing interviews like this all the time like are you are you ready for that are you excited for that or is that something that makes you nervous like how do you feel about that i mean it's a mix of both man it's definitely terrifying it's definitely scary thought um but yeah of course it's exciting and you know everyone when they're a kid wants to be famous and you know wants to be looked up to uh but i mean like a lot of things that I was struggling with recently is that like you get you get to a phase where you're focused on levels right and you get to a level you level up and then you're like oh wait i can't wait till i get to the next level and you get to the next level but then you feel like numb and then you just like keep focusing on the levels and you go up 10 levels and then you don't even realize that you went up 10 levels and you just feel you feel the same you feel like you gotta get to the 11th level you know what i'm saying like nothing you ever do is really like you're never satisfied really um so lately I've been trying to realize that right now I get to wake up and make music every day and it's like my job and it's like I get to go to the studio I get to like do this and get interviewed and stuff like that and this is like right now and like the difference right now is obviously like millions of people but it's like if it's not going to make you happy right now while you're doing it with you know the people that you have around you that are listening to it it's not gonna make you happy when you're when you're famous you know what I'm saying and like when you make it because then you'll still be focused on the next level you know so uh, I'm really excited for it I'm terrified of it, uh, but in this moment right now, I honestly feel I feel great and I feel like I feel happy and I feel like you know I get to do this like as a job right now. So I don't know. The fame is kind of second. Like if it comes, it comes. But right now, like this shit's awesome because I just get to get to go to the studio every day and like I'm really doing what I wanted to do. You know, dude. Honestly, that answer could not be been any better and any more sweet and genuine because uh, I just I I love that you think about this ahead of time. Uh, and you're, you know, to have to have a grasp on what your values are now, especially as someone who's only 19 years old, and know how that, how you're going to keep that, and how that will, uh, how you know, even if you transcend in this world of into this world of fame, and it, you become this big person, I really do feel like you're a genuine guy, and I feel like with having with having that plan and having that mindset, I think that you're going to be very successful because you're going to be very well loved, and you're also going to be able to be someone who is still hanging out with your boys back home who's still like yeah you know yeah exactly you know yeah exactly being, well being modest and, and all that stuff like that's what, that's what it's all about thank you man. i really appreciate that of course thank dude. you man that, that's what it's Please all about please feel free to reach out if you ever want to chat or whatever anything like that um <laughs> most definitely man and yeah man i'm just i'm really excited for you i think that this is such a huge step especially with this video coming out so uh everybody who's watching this should go check out the drag it's gonna be linked in the bio below and i'm gonna have church's links too so you can go follow him uh, you slide in his DMs. He's a handsome buck. He's a, <laughs> he's a, he's a handsome young. Single. <laughs> yeah, oh, he's single. Yeah, okay. So, handsome young single buck. Thank you so much, everybody, for coming. Uh, Church, you have any any last words? Any wise words of wisdom for you, man? Don't smoke crack. Don't smoke crack. All right, man. I like that. That's a good way to end. Don't it. smoke crack. All right. <laughs> thank you so much, everybody, for tuning in. Make sure to like and subscribe. Check out Church's stuff. Church, thank you so so much. Thank you, bro. Thank you for having me. Of course, man. Of course, anytime, man. Someday, someday, I hope that people look back on this interview and they're like, "Whoa, this is one of his first." Because I, you know, when you had the bucket <laughs> hat on when you came in, it reminded me of Young Lean has this interview from years ago where he was just on webcam with some some <laughs> nobody like me, and then he, and yeah. people look at it now and they're like, "Oh my god, this guy had no clue how big Young Lean was going to be." So I kind of, I really hope that that's one of these moments, one of those like you know post malone charlemagne type things except i'm not being a dick but you know what i mean like that 
Absolutely. I don't even hope I, I don't even want to make it for myself. I just want to make it so you can be able to say that. Oh, thank you, bro. <laughs> I appreciate course, it. Man. I appreciate it. All right, everybody, tune in next week or else. Or else. <laughs>